Welcome to a new episode of the Weed Week Podcast. We're back again, finally, after uh, Cushmas. So, uh, Merry Cushmas to everybody. I hope uh, everyone had a great time uh, with family and hopefully no one had to work too hard. I was working a lot. I wanted to do a special Christmas episode, but I decided to wait uh, until after Christmas uh, because I was trying to get a new thing set up. Uh, I might as well just talk about it now. Oh, excuse me. I was drinking a beer. Um, Before I get into that, though, I want to just kind of say this episode is going to be a special uh, episode where we discuss hemp and uh, all kinds, everything you wanted to know or didn't know or need to know or will now know about hemp. Uh, We're also going to do strain of the day and just kind of talk about uh, the the normal stuff we talk about. Uh, I want to say, uh, uh, it's great. Uh, we got, we're still getting lots of downloads. It hasn't fallen off at all. Uh, so, uh, please, uh, keep, uh, doing downloading. And, uh, what I really need is people to, uh, like rate the podcast and stuff on, uh, iTunes or wherever you download it from and, uh, follow us on Twitter at Weed Week Podcast. Search, uh, the podcast on Facebook and like us on there. Um, uh, the most important thing is probably the iTunes part because, uh, that's uh, how it reaches people. And, uh, so, I mean, if you can just take like two seconds and just, you know, just give five stars. If you want to write a comment, you don't have to, but just, you know, please give five stars. That'll really help uh, the podcast out and, uh, in the most way more than anything, uh, because, uh, I was trying to get uh donations through the paypal uh to try to get like a better <clears throat> a better hosting um a better hosting place because i was using the soundcloud.com website and uh we we're reaching the maximum downloads of 100 so i was trying to trying to raise money to uh get a better uh hosting website but i but i uh I was looking into Amazon, uh, like the shopping website, Amazon.com, and uh, they have this thing where I guess uh, you can kind of host unlimited stuff, and they give you like a little free, you know, within a certain amount of usage, it's free, and then anything over, they charge you, and it's, I mean, it's not that much, because it's it's on a scale, so they charge you on how much you use, and that would be perfect for what I'm trying to do, you know? And uh, hopefully we'll get more downloads from this. And uh, because now, you know, each episode's only reaching 100 people and it's maxing out. And I want to make sure everyone who wants to listen to this can listen to it. So uh, this will do that. And uh, if it goes over the... (sighs) My chair is so loud. It's ridiculous. I need to tighten it up. Oh, fuck was I saying? Um, oh, so, you know, if it goes over the free usage plan that I have or whatever, it'll just scale me. It's like 50 cents a gigabyte or something. And so I'm hoping we'll get more downloads, which will get more listeners, and hopefully uh, we can raise some money to cover whatever it goes over. Uh, that's kind of my plan with it. Um, 
So I signed up for that on there and it's all good to go. So uh, after I record this episode, I'm going to use that to upload it and hopefully it works. Um, another thing I was trying to do is get us on to the Stitcher website. Uh, I don't. I personally haven't checked it out yet. I just get all my podcasts from iTunes, but I guess a lot of people get their podcasts from Stitcher.com. So I'm trying to get us on there. I applied, but I haven't got an email back. So uh, we'll, we'll, we'll. I'll keep you updated on there. I'll probably tweet it out if uh, if we get it. <laughs> Hold on, I'm freezing. I gotta close the window. Sorry. freezing all right so uh sorry about that yeah so uh so this will this will be good uh so the podcast can grow bigger and you know uh, it's all it's all for you guys you know i'm not trying to do this to make money or anything i just kind of want to you know spread you know the knowledge that i have or that i'm able to to find and to uh, explain i want it for people who you know don't know about these type of things and uh want to learn and you know kind of learn you know about cannabis and marijuana medical uh whatever and uh hopefully people that already know this stuff maybe it's kind of a refresher or maybe you know they can learn little things or you know at least entertain and have something to listen to i know i love listening to you know as many podcasts as i can at work so and you know tweet me and tell me stuff you know little facts or stuff that you want to hear or whatever and I can talk about it but uh, we got some people that tweet me and I try to tweet people back so uh, just you know tweet me message me whatever we'll have a little chat I don't um I like to I like to talk to people oh I'm freezing right now it's so cold my feet are freezing I might put some socks on Terrible pod right now. Uh, terrible pod. Uh, this is the uh, sock edition where you listen to me uh, freeze my balls off and try to put socks on. Yeah, so uh, I wanted to talk about hemp in this episode. Um, hemp is a... On Wikipedia, it's uh, described as a low THC version of the cannabis plant. Um, now, from my knowledge, this would be the male plant. Uh, marijuana is kind of unique, and there's a female plant and a male plant, which, uh, which can, you know, mate, which, uh, is how the plant spreads. Uh, and, uh, that was me putting socks on. Uh, and uh, the male plant doesn't contain the THC, so it's non-psychoactive. So you can, um, and I believe the male plant doesn't. You know, I don't know the. See, it's it's weird because I don't. You know, all I know is the kind you smoke and get high on. I don't really know about this, so this is kind of why I wanted to research it a little bit and talk about it. But the female plant is the one that creates the buzz that you smoke, and the 
the male one, the male version of the plant is doesn't create THC or very low um, THC. And uh, and the ones that don't create the buds are known for making hemp products. And uh, dang it, I was gonna find the exact uh, the exact reason on how uh, why? Because hemp hemp is illegal to grow in America, and that's kind of why. I wanted to dang it. Um on why it's illegal and stuff cuz it has to do with why uh, uh the psychoactive version of marijuana is uh is illegal. Um god damn it, I can't find it right now. But I should look it up cuz it's important to know. Um but uh, from what I know is <clears throat> uh, back, you know, however long ago and, you know, probably the early 1900s, uh, um, well, hemp, a lot of things used to be made from hemp back in, you know, the 1800s. And, uh, you know, it's kind of the beginning of this country. Hemp was used for all kinds of stuff. Uh, paper, I believe, you know, one of the first copies of the the Constitution was made in hemp. Uh, all kinds of stuff was made from hemp. But then uh, cotton came along and the cotton gin. And so, you know, you have all the slaves picking the cotton. And then you had the cotton gin so you can manufacture the cotton very quickly. But then a machine came out that uh a machine came out that could destock the hemp plant and make the fibers from the hemp stock because uh, I don't know if you ever seen this like the stem or the main trunks just the middle part of the of a marijuana plant but it's very very strong and so a machine was invented to to you know make the fibers out of this thing and so it became uh uh, it became very easy to manufacture hemp products, but as the hemp, um, as the hemp became more easily to more easily uh, available because of the machine that was making all the stuff, there was being used for all kinds of stuff, which was affecting the already existing products that were there, like the paper, which was the most important, which was uh. Uh, William Randolph Hearst, which was like this giant newspaper guy, and uh, he actually has a castle that's like less than an hour from where I live, and I've been to his castle, and it, it's oh, it's amazing, man. If you live in California and you haven't been there, you should go check it out. But uh, it, I mean, he he's kind of an asshole, but um, it was him that influenced the legalization of all the the marijuana because he was losing all kinds of all kinds of money all kinds of business to to the hemp so you know they made up uh, laws to destroy all the hemp and and uh, get rid of it and uh, 
the DuPont Corporation was also a part of this. DuPont, which uh, just uh, patented oil and coal-based plastic production. So this is just when plastics started to become such a giant part of our culture. Um, because these companies, you know, were just losing and not, you know, making anything because hemp was just, you can make everything from hemp. We'll get into all the different uses for it. But uh, it, you know, these companies were devastated, so they made up kind of, kind of laws or kind of, kind of made up lies about, rather lies about uh, the effects of marijuana, saying you know, because you know, obviously they knew you could get high on the psychoactive version, and that you know they'd say it'd make uh, certain people crazy and rape women and do all these bad things. You remember the, 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 what's it, the reefer, reefer madness. Uh, if you've ever watched that, I think you watch it on YouTube, but Reefer Madness was kind of like a propaganda film against it, saying, you know, it'd make you kill your mom and all this craziness. So that's why marijuana is illegal. It's because of the hemp. Because so much stuff can be made from hemp that there was no... And it's superior to anything, too. It's so it's so great for all its different uses, better than a lot of the other stuff, um, that it's, uh, that, you know, all these plastics and stuff, you can make plastic from hemp, you can make clothes, I mean, we'll get into it, uh, here's a little thing I wanted to read, uh, DuPont's chief financial backer, Andrew Mellon, was U.S. President J. Herbert Hoover's secretary of the treasury, he appointed his nephew, Harry J., Anslinger to a position in the Federal Bureau of Narcotics and Dangerous Drugs. <clears throat> yeah, so this DuPont guy, or the 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 financial, like kind of the guy that put all his money into DuPont, was also the treasurer for the president, and he appointed his nephew to the new the, the FBI narcotic and drug part. So it was kind of like an inside corrupt thing. And, you know, now it's labeled as a class one narcotic and all this bullshit. So, I mean, this is really important to know. And, you know, I'm probably doing a terrible job at explaining this right now. I'm freezing my balls off. But uh, I really want to talk about some of the uses. And the first uh, use is food. And uh, I kind of have been thinking about doing this episode for a while, so I was trying different uh, hemp food products. And uh, I get my food from uh, the Trader Joe's store. I don't know how far you guys have those anywhere, but uh, I live in California. We have them here uh, where I live. And uh, the hemp seeds can be eaten raw, ground into a meal, sprouted, and made into hemp milk, kind of like soy milk. And uh, and used in baking, and the fle- the leaves can be used like in salads and all kinds of stuff. But uh, I got uh, at Trader Joe's. They have a hemp plus cereal. That's uh, it's it's re- it's really good. It has kind of like the the seeds in there, and I think it has a little bit of leaf in there too. And I mean, it's delicious. It's kind of just kind of like a granola type of type of type of cereal. Uh, but not really. It just kind of like has some seeds in it, and some little crispy little like kind of like a rice crispy type little things in there, and then like a little bit of green little leaf thing. I think they make like the little crispies out of like a flour or a meal. 
Um, but it, oh, it's delicious, and it's so good for you. Uh, I should grab the box and read on it. Uh, but I'll, I'll I'll tweet out pictures of it and stuff. And then another thing that I just saw today there. Uh, I saw it because I was checking out, and then I looked, and I saw it on the wall, and it's a protein powder, a hemp protein powder. I believe it's organic, um, but I, ha I tried that today before work, and uh, it's pretty good. I just mixed it with, uh, like, I have one of those bottles, one of those shaker cups. It's like a little blender, blender ball or something. It's like one of those cups you can, like, make protein shakes in. So I just filled it with milk, and then I put in, like, two, like, fat scoops. I have, like, a little scooper for the protein powder. Um... I'm gonna admit it wasn't as good as some of the other ones I've had. Uh, I've only had different uh, brands of the whey protein, but uh, I know one of the advantages is advan advan. Oh, I can't talk. One of the advantages of the hemp over the whey is the whey uh, will give you like really bad gas because it's like a milk protein. Uh, so the hemp uh, is a lot better f uh, on that, but. Uh, it, it was good. I mean, it wasn't like gross or anything. It was delicious. It kind of, it was, I got the chocolate flavor. I think there's a vanilla and a chocolate. I got the chocolate one. It kind of tastes like a, it's kind of like a chocolate brownie or something. Uh, but yeah, so I've been testing out some hemp stuff and, oh, it's amazing how good it is for you. Um, let's see. Here's like some nutritional information on here. I'm looking at just like the Wikipedia typed in hemp. Um, I don't know uh, how many they're talking about here, but this is like a nutritional facts thing, and it's calories. 100 grams uh, is equal to 30, 100 grams of whatever, 100 gram calories. Uh, I don't know really how to measure this or how to explain it, but... Is this 30 grams of protein, lots of fiber, 6 grams of fiber. Uh, I mean, there's iron, there's vitamins, there's, I mean, it's really good source for protein. And uh, like I said before, like, it's natural, it's a plant, so you're not, you know, getting something from an animal. Uh, if you're vegan or vegetarian or whatever. But uh, the fresh leaves, uh, but yeah, I mean, you can find different types of hemp uh, products out there. Uh, I don't know uh, what kind of stores carry it, but I know you can get stuff online if you search. But it's super, super healthy for you. It's great for you. Uh, the oils, too. The oils are really good for you. They contain... Uh, here, I'll just read off here. Approximately 44% of the weight of hemp seed is edible oils, containing about 80% essential fatty acids. Uh, example, linoleic acid, omega-6, alpha-linolytic acid, omega-3, gamma-linolenic acid, omega-6. So it's like all the basic, like, omega vitamins, like the one, you know, or omega, uh, whatever. Uh, fatty acids like the you know you take your fish oil pills those are the omega-3 but this has omega-6 and then the threes uh, so it's uh it's very good uh hemp seeds amino acid profile is close to complete when compared to more common sources of protein such as meat 
milk, eggs, and soy. Hemp protein contains all 21 known amino acids, including the nine essential ones adult bodies cannot produce. Proteins are considered complete when they contain all the essential amino acids in sufficient quantities and ratios to meet the body's needs. Yeah, so, I mean, from one one thing, you're getting everything. It's complete, which means, you know, they're amino acid profile is complete which means like you don't need to take different things to get the full benefit it's all in one thing which is really cool i did not know that uh fibers uh yeah so like i was saying before the stock of the plant is very very strong i remember uh, we used to use them as dog chew toys we'd give them to the dogs and the dogs would chew on those things for hours i mean you know if you have dogs they chew everything they can rip up toys and stuff it's hard to find stuff for them not to rip up you know i remember this dog that i'd give them to you know would eat like it would eat a water bottle (laughs) in like an hour if it sat there could eat a water bottle you give him one of these stems and he would chew on that you know, they'd probably give up and go bury it, uh, but it's, uh, it's, you know, this fiber's been used from, throughout history, uh, from the rope, like, is you know, one of the first things to make from rope, fabrics, uh, industrial materials, uh, make sails for the, you know, the ships back in the day, um, but the, the most, uh, popular is, uh, the clothing, um, it's way more stronger than durable than cotton by far. I don't own any. I used to have a hemp jacket, but uh, it got too small. I gave it away. I donated it. Um, but uh, what was I going to say? Um, I've heard uh, <laughs> one of, uh, uh, what was his name? Ford, the guy who made the Ford car. One of his first prototypes or first cars had a, a hemp panels on it like uh kind of like fi- how fiberglass is used you know like a resin mixed with the fibers well with hemp fiber uh they made kind of like a like a like a material to make a to make a paneling and stuff out of that super strong uh which can go on to another use uh building material which is like uh which is called hempcrete uh which is like concrete like blocks that are made from hemp and lime uh uh, they're not strong enough to be used for structural elements. They must be supported by brick, wood, or steel frame. Um, so I guess it would be uh, more for like uh, an insulation type of thing. So you'd kind of make like a layer uh, inside or outside the house to kind of insulate from uh, the weather outside, hot and cold. Um, and another thing is bioplastic. Uh, which is kind of like what I was talking about before with the uh, with the Ford on the paneling. Uh, so um, it's a mixture of fiberglass, hemp fiber, canaf, and flax, and it's been used since 2002 to make composite panels for automobiles. The choice of which fiber to use is primarily based on cost and availability. Various car makers are beginning to use hemp in their cars, including Audi, BMW, Ford, GM, Chrysler, Honda, Iveco, Lotus, Mercedes, Mitsubishi, and Porsche, Saturn, Volkswagen, and Volvo. So these are like, you know, some of the <clears throat> some of the top companies uh, in the world uh, are trying to use hemp. Uh, in America, that's a problem since it's illegal to grow it here, but hopefully that'll change. Um, uh, the Lotus Eco Elise and the Mercedes C-Class both contain hemp up to 20 kilograms in each car in the case of the latter.
Um, and so they show some pictures of it here, and, you know, it just looks like, you know, they show a glove box. It just looks like a plastic glove box. So they show an interior of a car door. Uh, it just looks a sink. Someone made a sink. I mean, it just doesn't look, you know, it just looks like you made it out of plastic. But instead of using these oils and stuff uh, that, you know, is a huge issue right now. And, you know, everyone freaks out about oil. Boom. You grew this oil in your backyard and you made a car out of it. So, yeah. Uh, paper. Uh, the first identified coarse paper made from hemp dates to the early Western Han Dynasty, 200 years before the nominal invention of paper making by K. Lun. So this is like, we're talking B.C. here, I think. I don't know what the Western Han Dynasty is. China's first imperial dynasty was the Qin Dynasty, 221 to 206 B.C. So, uh, yeah, before Jesus, uh, we had the hemp paper. Uh, jewelry, uh, that's just twining it together. Uh, the cordage, you know, making the ropes and stuff, super strong ropes. Uh, animal bedding, water and soil purification. Hemp can be used as a mop crop to clear impurities out of wastewater such as sewage, effluent, excessive phosphorus from chicken litter, or unwanted substances or chemicals. Uh, wow, so it can be used to purify water, which is uh, interesting uh, if you know kind of about the whole water issue. The uh, oh, there's a great ep or a great documentary that is might still be on Netflix. I don't know, but it's about water. Uh, it's it's crazy. Um, oh, here's another great one as we're talking about oils and stuff with the plastics, biofuels. Uh, such as biodiesel and alcohol fuel can be made from the oils and hemp seeds and stalks and the fermentation of the plant as whole. Respectively, biodiesel produced from hemp is sometimes known as hempoline. So you can pretty much use the whole plant to make uh, the oil from. Uh, filtered hemp oil can be used directly to power diesel engines. In 1892, Rudolf Diesel invented the diesel engine, which he intended to fuel by a variety of fuels, especially vegetable and seed oils, which earlier were used for, for oil lamps. So, uh, yeah, time to gross our own oil. And I love diesels. I really, really wanted to get a, a diesel jet up, but... The price range was a little higher, but man, like if you got like a little, you know, chip in that thing, we're talking 50 miles per gallon. And if you were able to grow hemp and have like a kind of like a, a machine or something, you could just grow this hemp in your backyard and just put it into this machine and then it would just shoot out the fuel for your car. Oh my God. It's insane. Um... So yeah, I mean, that's just kind of like some uses on it. I mean, the uses are, I mean, <laughs> it's crazy, but I mean, everything. You can use it for everything, you know, and that's that's the problem. Because as soon as you make that legal, then all these other industries are going bye-bye. And that's a huge concern, and that's why it's illegal, and that's why marijuana is illegal. Which has, you know, they're totally, it's crazy because there's... <laughs> It's like it's like an alien plant or something. Like it has all these different little benefits and oh, it'll it can medicate you and it can also be used for everything in your home and your car and everything. 
so uh yeah i mean it it's nuts i mean I recommend everyone uh, go and look up uh, hemp. Uh, I might even talk about it more in different episodes because it's it's just too much to just talk about in one thing. But uh I mean it's it's illegal to grow, but uh in Washington and Colorado, I believe uh with the new laws passed, uh you will be able to grow hemp there. Um, another interesting thing I just saw here, hemp is one of the fastest growing biomasses known, producing up to 25 tones, tones, I don't know these words, of dry matter per hectare per year, I don't know what that means, but basically kind of like, it's fast growing, so it's not like you gotta wait so long to harvest this shit, you plant that and it grows and then you're ready to grow more and harvest more and grow more and harvest more, and uh, so it's... Uh, hemp is considered by a 1998 study in environmental economics to be environmentally friendly due to the decrease of land use and other environmental impacts. And if you follow kind of like this whole like thing, I mean, it might kind of remind you of corn because corn is subsidized by the government. So all this corn is being grown. Hence why corn syrup is in everything. Corn starch, corn this, corn that, corn oil, corn gas, corn this. But corn is bad for you. You know, you eat corn and then you shit it out and, you know, you see the little corn pieces in your shit. That's because your body doesn't want corn. There's no nutritional value for corn. But as we were discussing earlier with the hemp oil and leaf and everything about it, it's super good for you. The amino, you know, the complete amino acid chains and everything like this is this is what this country needs and it's what the world needs. And it's can be used for everything and if you don't believe me go and fucking google it because it's nuts it's more than i'm able to explain it's beyond my knowledge i mean i i know a lot about it but it's it's insane uh it it can really it can really fix this world uh so i mean that's hemp i i don't know what else i want to say i wanted to uh talk about that cereal but just go buy yourself some it's delicious um so yeah hemp let's fucking be pro hemp buy hemp shit ban the corn stuff i mean i don't know how to, i mean i've i try so hard not to eat corn but corn syrup is in everything like look on the ingredients of all the food in your cabinet and if you don't shop like I like Trader Joe's and you, you know, places like similar to that, like a, like a natural food store, then you know what I'm talking about. Cause you know, they can advertise it as all natural cause corn is natural. It's a plant, but it's not good for you. I mean, it's not bad for you, but it kind of is bad for you. Corn syrup is disgusting. It's what's in sodas. If I do drink sodas, I try to drink ones that don't have corn syrup in it. Um, I think Sierra Mist is, uh, the main one that doesn't have, but, like, diet sodas and stuff, but the sugar stuff is probably bad. And I'm sure you can make sugar from hemp. <laughs> so, anyways, enough with the hemp. I mean, not enough with it. More hemp. More, more, more. Uh, wish hemp could be a sponsor. <laughs> uh, let's talk about, you know what? Let's take a break. I gotta take a break, I gotta go to the bathroom, and then...
we'll be back uh, with Strain of the Day. Alright, and we're back. Uh, I wanted to get into the Strain of the Day, but before I get into that, I want to scream some more about the hemp. Uh, while I was, after I went to the bathroom, I got the, I put it first, I put a sweatshirt on, and then I got, uh, I got the cereal and the, the hemp protein powder so we can look at that. <coughs> Excuse me. So, uh, right here I have the Hemp Plus Granola. Uh, Nature's Path Organic is what it's, uh, the brand name. Um... It's organic, it's whole grains, and it's non-GMO. Um, I want to look at the ingredients. Uh, rolled oats, evaporated cane juice, soy oil, brown rice flour, flax seeds, hemp seeds, oat syrup solids, oat syrup solids, tocopherols, I don't know, sea salt and molasses. So yeah, I mean... I think I was wrong on the onto the onto the leafy, but I swear there's little green little little nugs in there so <laughs> or something, but uh yeah, so I guess it's just mainly seeds, but uh in a three quarter cup serving there is six grams of protein. Um which is which is pretty good. I mean it has six servings in here, it says. Um, but, I mean, it's it's fucking great for you. I love it. It's delicious, which is even better. Um, has a lot of good whole grains in it. Oats. Oats are so good for you. Oatmeal type of deal. So, yeah. Uh, that's the Nature's Path Organic Hemp Plus Granola. So, check that out. Uh, it's really good. Uh, I know they carry that brand at, like, some of the bigger stores, but I haven't seen the... The hemp uh, plus uh, flavor. Because they make a flaxseed one and uh, different kinds. And so uh, the next thing we have here is the... Oh, and for that cereal, it might be like three or four bucks. It's a little pricey, but I mean... I mean, it's great. Um, so yeah. Uh, the next one is the organic hemp protein powder, chocolate flavored... Um, a pound thing, Trader Joe's brand, it's like 10.99, uh, which is actually a pretty good deal. Uh, ingredients on this bad boy, organic hemp protein powder, organic palm sugar, organic cocoa powder. So it's three basic ingredients. I don't know what palm sugar is though. Uh, it's vegan. It's... Um, hemp is, I'll just read what's on here. Hexan free, soy free. Cold milled. Hemp is a good source of protein that's naturally high in omega-3 and fatty acids and dietary fiber. And Trader Joe's chocolate-flavored organic hemp protein powder comes highly recommended by folks we hold in very high esteem. Is that supposed to be a pun? Um, Trader Joe's organic hemp protein powder chocolate flavor contains, and this is like the little thing on here, 8 grams protein per serving, 500 milligrams of omega-3 per serving. That's giant. I'll get into that in a second. 10 essential amino acids, 9 grams fiber per serving. Um, so, yeah, I mean, lots of protein. Um, there's magnesium, phosphorus. Um, 
But uh, the me the big thing is the the Mega Threes. Now I didn't know about this. Now let me. This has 500 milligrams of Mega Three per serving. Let me get my. Uh, sorry. Now I take uh, the fish oil pills. Um, I was taking just the regular fish oil ones, but uh, the krill the krill oil is better. Um, this is the fish oil plus krill. Uh, I got this one because it was buy one getting 50% off at the GNC. But one of these pills of the krill fish oil, 900 milligrams. And then 300 milligrams of the Neptune. Uh, that's 900 milligrams of the total omega-3 fatty acids. And this, just one serving has 500, but you know, I'll eat two of those bad boys. So this protein powder, if I drink my version of a serving, which is like double, the... Oh, it's four tablespoons. So I don't know. I might be drinking the full one, but I do two scoops. Um, it's almost the same as taking these fish oil pills, which is pretty nuts. Mixed with that cereal, if I eat a bowl of that cereal, which has flax in it, and flax is a good source of the of the uh, the amino acids. So that's cool. So yeah, check those out. Uh, if I ever find any more hemp uh, products, I'll check them out. I'm going to research more. I mean, I kind of just uh, stumbled upon this, like, real recently. So, uh, the cereal I've known about for a while, but the protein powder I just saw uh, there. Because I kind of like this little supplement section that I kind of bypassed because i never really seen it. Uh, but, uh, yeah, so I'll, I'll kind of check around for more hemp pro products that you can kind of buy locally from, like, a store. You don't have to get online. And I'll keep you guys updated. And if you see any anywhere, uh, tweet at me and let me know. Because I, I want to know so I can get some. Alright. Now let's get into the strain of the day. Uh, the one I picked today is Sweet Kush. And if I did this one already, I am sorry. The top medical in order of high to low. The medical benefits. Number one is pain. Number two is stress. Number three is anxiety. Number four is lack of appetite. Number five is insomnia. Top effects. Created, uplifted, energetic, euphoric, talkative. Oh, excuse me. By the way, this one is a hybrid. The overall rating is 8.8 .8 out of 10 based on 12 ratings. Uh, the negative effects, as always, super cliche, dry mouth, paranoia, headaches, dry eyes, dizziness. And the thing I wanted to say about paranoia, it's always on here. Now, for people that don't smoke daily and, you know, maybe are listening to this as a non-daily uh, user and they hate the paranoia effect, it's not, it is, I guess, can be classified as paranoia, but... It's not really. It's kind of just making you think of all the stuff that's going on in your life. Because sometimes we're so busy, caught up with going on to the next thing, going from school, then going to work, then going back home, dealing with family, dealing with kids, dealing with whoever, dealing with all this shit every single day. And then, you know, the paranoia is kind of all that just kind of, boom, hitting you at once. But that's not a bad thing. That's good to be able to think about these things and it's not like you're permanently paranoid it's kind of, it's not like you know the next day you're gonna wake up and be like oh no i'm paranoid it's good to think about this it's kind of like reality punching you in the face and i think we need that sometimes you know and 
you know, sometimes I don't always like it, but because, you know, sometimes you get too high and you freak out about stuff and, you know, you're getting paranoid and then another effect of marijuana is your blood pressure can go up. So, you know, all that combined can kind of be like a weird feeling, but it's not going to kill you and turn it into a good thing. Turn it into kind of like a therapy, you know, all these things you're thinking about kind of dissect them a little bit, you know, like why are you thinking, you know, are th these are the things that are stressing you out, these are the things you need to work on, whatever, and, uh, sweet kush, yeah, I don't know why I picked this one, but, uh, they didn't really say anything on it, so, yeah, uh, we've been chatting for a while, um, if you listen to this episode, then I got it onto the new Amazon S3 storage thing I've been trying to do, because I'm not going to put it up otherwise, because I want to make sure that everyone that can listen to this can, and I want to get lots of downloads, so please spread the word on it. Because, you know, we're maxing out at 100 downloads. I never thought we would get that far. I was kind of just doing this as a test to see, but it's kind of been blowing up. Ow! I just got stabbed in the foot. Ow! Oh my god! Dude, <laughs> this is crazy. Oh my god. I just got a rusty... Oh, Jesus, a rusty uh, sewing needle stuck in my toe. What the hell? Oh, my God, it, like, went in, like, a good bit. It's <laughs> fucking weird. Um, Jesus, what a fucking trip. All right, I don't even know what I'm talking about. Oh, I wanted to have my uh, friend from Colorado uh, was in town for the holidays and stuff for, like, winter break or whatever. Uh, and I wanted to have him on the podcast, but, and I was talking to him about it, but, uh, I don't, I only have one microphone right now, so that's kind of another reason why I want to have, be able to have, like, different people on here, so I can have, like, a full discussion, uh, instead of just talking to myself forever, it'd be cool to have, like, you know, another, another thing on here, we can chill, smoke some, smoke some bowls and talk, um, you know, and I, I really want to make sure that, you know, we can spread the word on, uh, to all, you know, the word on all of that, you know, this isn't a negative, uh, harsh narcotic, this is something that's beneficial in so many ways, as we've been talking about this whole episode, and, uh, and, uh, um, we got listeners all over the world, and I want to make sure that, you know, we can get as many freaking downloads as we can, and that make this thing grow, I want to start doing contests, and giving away, you know, bongs, and pipes, and, paraphernalia stuff and I want to you know get a second microphone so I got guests on here I want to be able to do some cool stuff with this thing so please please spread the word on here follow us on twitter at weed week podcast send me an email weedweekpodcast at gmail.com look for us on the blog spot look for us on the soundcloud on everything facebook needs some likes only one person like likes us on there whatever I don't care but we got the twitter's going strong I think uh, we got 100 followers, which is, uh, I know if everyone that listened to this followed us, we'd probably have 200, so uh, please do whatever you can. If you can't donate through the PayPal, that's okay. I don't really care if you can't, don't have money, because I know I don't have money to be given to anyone, but uh, at least, you know, spread, God, my toe hurts. I can't believe I stabbed myself. Uh, oh, another thing, too. Uh, oops, is the, uh, a music thing, I want, if you guys make music, uh, s send, email it to me, or tweet it to me, and we could 
have it ventured on or uh, featured on here. I kind of want to have like instrumental um, type music, but if it's anything to do with marijuana with lyrics, that that'd be cool too. I don't really care on any of the genres or anything, because uh, whatever you guys listen to is what I want to play. So uh, send that shit in, and we'll get you guys featured on here if you're you know an artist that wants to get things. Because I mean, a hundred downloads uh, in a, pretty much a week will get a hundred downloads. Uh, you know that's good for you if you're not getting that kind of that kind of on your YouTube or whatever. Uh, you know you get a hundred people that listen to your thing. So uh, that's good, and I think that about wraps it up for tonight's episode. Uh, it's like 2.30 in the morning, I gotta freaking get to bed, and, uh, I wanna thank everyone for listening, and, uh, please, uh, please just, uh, smoke lots of weed, and, uh, stay high out there, and, uh, get yourself some hemp products, alright guys, goodbye.